Hello and welcome. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. The horoscopes you're about to listen to were made for the full moon in Pisces on February 19th, 2019. The day of the full moon was also the day that the centaur planet Chiron moved into the sign Aries, where it will travel now for the next nine years. These horoscopes focus on the themes of Chiron and Aries as they play out for each sign and will address the moment now as beginning a new nine-year cycle. You can learn more about this astrology in my longer Embodied Astrology podcast, which is linked from the show notes, or you can go to embodiedastrology.com where you'll find a post for this episode with links to the podcast as well as short written horoscopes for all 12 signs and a guided meditation playlist with awareness practices to support your astrological integration and best benefit. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate for responding to current events in your life. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes, and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. If you enjoy your horoscopes, please click the like and heart buttons, leave me a comment, and of course, share them with your friends and family. If you really enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about how you can support this work to continue, head to embodiedastrology.com and click the donate button where you'll find information on subscriber benefits and a link to sign up by donation at any amount per month. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Gemini. Thank you so much for listening. This is your horoscope for the full moon in Virgo and the movement of Chiron into Aries that begins on the 19th of February, 2019. So as the intro said, this is a long transit that's beginning Chiron in Aries. It's a nine year transit and it is this pretty amazing revolutionary energy that I would say has a lot to do with the way that people wake up to themselves and they wake up to their mm, self-actualization, but also responsibility. And so it's like a, it's, it's definitely a personal empowerment process as well as a collective empowerment And as individuals become more aware of their own baggage and how to resolve and work with their baggage, then they become more active within their groups. And there's this feeling of momentum that can move forward in a collective space because of the individuals who are ready to be moving forward. And where this comes in in your chart is in the space of collectives, and that's part of why I was framing it that way. This is something that you really want to participate with on the collective level. And whatever it is that you're doing right now, um, there's at least some kind of motivation for you to be moving into some kind of space that's about either influencing or responding to influences that have to do with collectivism, with community change, with being part of a solution. And that could be a very small and private endeavor, or that could be you leading the head of a company into somewhere or leading some kind of, you know, big movement, big kind of revolution. But that's the feeling is that you can be part of a tide that's turning 
a, a momentum that's shifting and you want to kind of ride that wave. You want to move into this greater space that is shared amongst individuals, but then also be participating with it from your own personal work. And so this idea that the personal is the political is very appropriate for you in this moment. And how it becomes personal for you has to do with a lot of things. But one of the things that it has to do with is the way that you deal with your own unconscious and subconscious, and particularly the way that you deal with your conditioning and your positionality. And so this has to do with the family or the families that you come from and the culture that you come from and how you do or do not understand the way that you've been shaped. And this is work that I think everybody really probably needs to be doing right now, at least anybody who's living in a place like the United States or Europe where there's kind of more emphasis on the individual, less emphasis on the group. If you are a person who is participating in the world, you are creating impact. You're leaving residue. Um, Any kind of interaction you have, whether it's a friend interaction, a romantic interaction, familial work, etc., you're influencing it. And of course, the ways that you act and interact in these relationships have everything to do with the place that you're coming from. And so part of what the full moon is bringing forward is an invitation for you to kind of get into some old family patterns to understand how you get yourself involved in the ways that you get yourself involved. And one of the things that's coming up for me most strongly right now is obligation and this idea of what you should do as opposed to what you really want to do. And I don't have any answers for you. I only have a question. How do you experience the state of should? And is that state of should something that you impose on yourself ever? If it is, how do you know it? And What is the difference between the space of should and the space of I want to? Is there a difference? The invitation is to do some unpacking around why you would choose the things that you choose, why you would choose to express yourself in the way that you do, why you would choose to take on the tasks that you agree to take on, why you would... Aim your life in whatever direction your life is aimed. Is the motivation that's underlying it something that comes from a place of of joy and knowing in your own being that this is something that you care about and that you want to be putting your energy into? Or is it coming from a place of should? This is part of what I think this cultural revolution is, is about. It's not the only thing, but it's an important part of it. For a lot of people, getting into a space where they can hear themselves and not be responding or reacting to should is a very scary proposition, and it might feel completely impossible, especially if they're holding up a lot of responsibility or um, important obligations. 
And it's something that is absolutely necessary when we think about the future health of our planet. If we're constantly in a space of should and in a place of obligation, the energy that we have for finding solutions or for living into different possibilities gets very depleted. And the place of should in terms of what are you going to do with your life and the place of should, uh, like if you're going to recycle or something, they're, they're different. It's like, you know, we should all drive less is really different than like, well, I should be an accountant because it's a more practical thing to do with my time, but I really want to be a drummer. So this kind of thing is the place for you to kind of lean into right now. Like where are the shoulds and then where is the joy? And as you ask yourself these questions, how do your answers intersect with what you are experiencing to be a larger cultural momentum and a place of uh, strategy for the future? So when you think about all the cluster of things that's going on in the world right now and all the questions that you might have about how to participate, Can you find the ways to participate that are really rooted and grounded in your own joy, in your own vitality, in your own vibrancy, and are not coming from a place of obligation and are not coming from a place of performance or trying to win anyone else's approval or trying to do the thing that you think you should for whatever reason? And I feel like that's a little bit of a tricky question and it's a tricky question to ask as well as a tricky question to answer because of course, like we should all get on board to, you know, help each other out and to figure out a way out of this mess. But one of the ways that we will all get on board and be able to do that is through choice. And making a choice to do something because it feels good is very different than making a choice to do something because it feels like you should. And what I want for you the most right now is to free yourself from a sense of burdensome obligation and to really get in touch with your agency and your choice. And when you feel like, yes, this is the thing that I want to do, this is the path that I want to go on, that that's the way that you go, that that's the path that you move on. Look into your history. Look into the patterns that are in your family, particularly if there are patterns around service. It's something just to consider. How do you get yourself entwined or uh, loaded down with other people's ideas? And what is it that you are really wanting to choose and say yes to? All right, that's what I have for you for now. Check out the horoscopes for your other personal placements. The sun, moon, and rising are all interesting to listen to for your personal astrology. And you can listen to the podcast, uh, which is a much longer presentation on the month ahead for Pisces season. And uh, there's quite a bit of information about Chiron in Aries, as well as short written horoscopes for you at embodiedastrology.com and a whole playlist of guided meditations to um, assist you with integration and actualization of these messages. So I hope that you enjoy. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.